0: Welcome to Weekly MTG. Uh, if you've been here for 45 minutes, you just saw something really cool. That was a mm-hmm. progress video on a new card in Modern Horizons uh, by Ryan Pankos, who is here via video. Ryan, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining. We've also got Adam Prozak, who's going to talk Hello. about the set. Uh, he did a, a lot of work on
2: this. Oh, set. yeah. Yeah, I was the set design lead, and I spent Many months doing nothing but coming into work and working on Modern Horizons.
0: That's a lot of work. It's not a bad job if you don't get it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Very enjoyable. But we're going to start talking about art. We're going to talk to Ryan a little bit about this piece specifically. uh, And then we're going to actually show the card. Oh, Um, good idea. Oh, that might be a good idea. As well as a little bonus thing that you're getting in packs of Modern Horizons that I kind of hinted at on Twitter. Uh, And then we're going to go through and talk more about the set as a whole about kind of the structure of it adam's going to talk a little bit about the philosophy behind a lot of the cards included uh, and then we're going to also preview another card uh, pretty close to the front of the show we're not going to make you wait this time uh, but first ryan uh that that video was amazing is that is that your process kind of generally for painting or did you do that specifically for this one
1: no, you've seen, what you saw was pretty much the, the uh, process for every painting that I do, uh, especially for Magic. The only difference is, of course, is that it's um, a, like an inanimate object kind of thing, where it's usually I'm painting creatures or monsters or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the process doesn't change, that's the uh, end result. So that video was about
0: 45 minutes long. How long does it actually take you start to finish?
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's always nebulous, but like I would probably say... Painting time probably a week, week and a half. Okay. I'm
3: I'm shocked that it doesn't. That video wasn't just in real time. Shocked. (laughs) When
0: when Ryan Ryan offered up the video, he was like, "Yeah, I can get you a 45 minute version. I can get you an eight minute version." I was like, "Okay." Um, Yeah, so week and a half. um, How much? So you said painting time. How long does the planning take from when you get kind of the art description?
1: Oh, that really depends on the complexity of the prompt. Like sometimes there's like a huge battle scene and then, you know, I have to go through a lot of itinerations of the sketches. But for something like this, I did a few thumbnails kind of centered on one and went from there because it really spoke to me. But other times with more complex scenes, it's a lot more planning, a lot more reference building and a lot more work.
0: Now, another piece you did in Modern Horizons was Ranger Captain of Eos, which was previewed yesterday. Uh, how long did that one take you?
1: Um, a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a lot of medallions. Um, so that was probably like a two-week project. But, okay. Um, um it just, it's, it's, I care about the piece, and mm-hmm. I want to make it good. So, you know, if it requires two weeks, it'll take two weeks.
0: Okay. How
1: many of these do you do in a year? um maybe around 12 uh since my kids were born i kind of been taking a little less work but now i'm starting as they're getting older Mm -hmm. starting to take more and more um so hopefully my numbers will get back up but i only really take one every six weeks or so
0: okay how old are your kids
1: five and two
0: I've been too. Steve and I yeah. both have. Yeah. Steve's is a little under a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine is six months. Uh, those of you watching in HD, the scratches on my face.
3: Yeah,
0: that is my ch- that is my child who yeah. loves
3: faces. He just, he just which is it's misleading because you also have cats. So it could also it, it could it could have been can't cats. Tell. it's impossible. That's what the people came here for. Exactly. Baby and cat stories. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's what people what come I'm to the for. internet for. That's like, that's like why the internet exists. Yeah. Right. Uh,
0: Ryan, what would you say your favorite piece you've done for Magic is?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I would probably have to say uh, Nikia of the Old Ways. Okay. Oh,
3: that's a good one. Um,
1: yeah. You know, it's not, I mean, it's just a personal preference, but I really like that painting. And I'm really proud of it. Okay. What about it did you like? Oh i just I just sometimes when you're working on a piece of art, things just kind of snap into place, and it's like exactly how you envisioned it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: most of the time, ninety percent of the time you're it's a struggle to try to get what you are envisioning, but that one kind of it started and all the textures were right on, and things just started to come together and It's rare when that happens, so when it does, it kind of sticks out in your mind
0: okay uh what was the first piece you did for magic?
1: That was planes for m ten. Okay. Um, which is a piece that's pretty old at this point, but I still really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how'd you get,
0: how'd you get involved with doing art for magic?
1: Um, I was a a working illustrator, but, um, two years out of school and, um, started working for the, um, an RPG called metal magic and lore. And they took me to Gen Con and I showed my work to the art directors at wizards and, after 2 years of trying i got contacted by jeremy jarvis mm-hmm. with a simple email and have been working with with magic ever since
0: nice um so i want to show you something so first of all tell me what it means to you when uh you see your your art end up on a card
1: well it's it's always a it's always a thrill mm-hmm. um it's especially nice when the card is something that people will use um, but really, to me and maybe to most artists, really just getting a successful image out there is the most important thing. So if you are satisfied with the image, um, chances are you're going to be happy with it, regardless of what the card does.
0: Okay. So I want to show you and the viewers something. Earlier I had, on uh, on Twitter, I had hinted that there's these bonus things in, in packs of Modern Horizons. So Modern Horizons packs come with a token, yes, uh, but they also come with this cool new thing. Uh, that we're calling the Modern Horizons Art Series. And if we can get close on this, Ryan, your your piece is one of them. So That's the, so cool. Yeah, these are cards that just come straight in your booster pack in the same kind of space that a token does. The back side is uh, blank-ish. Um, it says Modern Horizons Art Series. Uh, you'll notice 54 out of 54. There are 54 of these yep. pieces.
2: Uh, and they're all cards They're the all set. cards
0: in this set. Yep. Um Wow. So I can they show. What's that? They just got the
3: name. Yeah, because you flipped it.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh the name's on the back. Mox Tantalite. Yeah. We'll get the to the actual We'll
0: get part. to what it actually does. We'll but get yes. To, yep. Mox Tantalite Mox is the name. Tantalite. Yeah. <laughs> so no, nobody guessed that in chat earlier. Uh, one person guessed <laughs> what it did. Ooh. One Ooh. person, which is a hint. Uh, but I'll, I have a couple more of these in hand that I'll show off. Uh, this is Sarah the Benevolent. Sweet. This is a uh, force of despair. Oops. And then we have Morphon. And then this one is Prismatic Vista.
3: Yeah.
0: So every pack of Modern Horizons is going to come with one of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are fifty-four. Uh, I'm not going. We're not going to be revealing what the actually yeah we can can just leave this out just you know it's pretty uh we're not gonna be revealing what the 54 are yet other than the ones that you just saw the the ones (laughs) you just saw we will we will post a list of what all 54 are at the Mm -hmm. end of previews so that everybody knows and if you want to collect all 54 you can uh they're very cool they're just a little added bonus in every pack of modern horizons you also here while we're while we're zoomed in uh you do also get in every pack token double-sided um, and of course every pack comes with a full art snow land uh, Adam what's your PSA on the snow oh, lands?
2: yeah so um, snow lands in most booster drafts uh, when you're booster drafting you take the land out of the pack and you ignore it well if in modern horizons there are snow lands so you can't take them out of the pack uh, you have to draft them uh, you've seen a bunch of cards that require snow mana so this is something that you have to take during the draft so the basic lands are in a, actually a very important part of the booster draft experience so keep them in, ta- keep keep in. in don't in the take them out um so ryan you talked a little bit
0: about what it meant to have your art on the cards but what how, how does it feel to see something like that showing up in a pack
1: well that's really amazing because uh one of the most common things people always say to me is that it's a shame that the art is so small. You know, it's so, yeah. so detailed. I would mm-hmm. really like to see it bigger, and this solves that problem right off the bat. Like people are going to be able to see it nice and big, and uh, hopefully see all the fine detail work that uh, we artists put into into the illustrations.
0: Yeah, I would I would not be surprised if people ask you to sign these.
1: at... Oh, I'll be signing a lot of them. I bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sign them with little sketches on the back. There's
2: there's plenty of space on the back for to sign them.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can draw a little thing. Yeah.
0: Um, so you mentioned uh, off-stream uh, that there was a, a reference made for the mocks. You want you want to show that? Sure, yeah.
1: Um, for I, Mox Tantalite, for everyone who the cracked yeah. our code. Um, <laughs> so I, did, I did buy reference, um, a little gem, and then I had my sister make it into a replica um, of the card in um, kind of a necklace version. That's cool. Um, no. So, yeah, so I did have good reference, um, planned it out, lit the the orb the right way and was able to use that and now I've made a one one of a kind piece of jewelry out of it. Like an actual mox. <laughs> and <laughs> and if someone wanted one of those, how could they get it? Well, I might be auctioning off the original art right behind me and the um this little necklace. Probably on the uh, MTG Art Market on Facebook. Okay. Um, and if you want links, you can follow, go to my social media, um, my Which Twitter, my right Instagram. Yeah, it's over, it's over <laughs> uh, this way. Yeah. Okay. Any place there, they'll have all the links to all those <laughs> good, good stuff coming up.
0: Um, and uh, what is the video that we saw before this? You're going to post that on your YouTube channel, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah. Uh, my YouTube what, what is film? your YouTube channel? <laughs> my youtube channel is ryan Pancoast illustration if you just search for that it should pop up i have yeah. a bunch of magic the gathering art videos on there um azor and Nikia and all those good characters so um, well, people should check it out if they're interested
0: all right. Well, we will we will show the card in just one second. Hold Twitch on. I, chat is I, tw- losing it. I'm
1: I know sure. they are. I know they are. But <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm
0: I am asking a question from Twitch chat. Oh, okay. For okay. Ryan, I don't want to leave them hanging on those. Uh, so I thought this was a good question from chat. They wanted to know who your favorite magic artist is.
1: Oh, oh gosh. Um, Could be I don't a want to sing one person out. Um, I would say Chris Ron. Mm-hmm. Um, zack stella Mm -hmm. and steve belladin cool i would say solid choices all around yeah all right
0: let's let's give chat what they want and let's show off the card this is the first of two preview cards that we're showing off today we have two two um mox tantalite there you go exactly one person guessed it it is suspend three for zero mana and uh, once it is in play, you add one mana of any color to your mana pool. So this is the, uh, basically, Lotus Bloom school of Power 9. Uh, Adam, where did the inspiration for this come
2: from? This was actually, um, so our process, uh, Ethan Fleischer led a vision design team, mm-hmm. which uh, did, laid the groundwork for the set. And they made a bunch of example cards. This was one of them. Okay. And I'm like, oh, the, wow, this card's really cool. I want to keep this card. So it came from way be- before I worked on the set. Okay. And I just thought this card was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, oh, Mox makes a lot of sense when we're doing a lot of like historical references and yep. throw, you know, the throwbacks like digging into the re- rich history of yep. magic. Yep. Uh, my favorite part about this card is actually the art. Like, I was floored when the art came in. It was like, <laughs> wow, you know, Ryan suspended Thanks. the Mox. <laughs> yeah suspended. i just noticed that that's awesome <laughs> i was like holy smokes that is so
1: amazing well that's that comes direct from the creative team not me so right. yeah, yeah. so the that.
2: yeah our art directors and card conceptors mm-hmm. did an amazing job yeah right who, do you remember who the art director was on uh this? cynthia yeah oh, cynthia Sheffer. was yeah. okay
0: yeah Yep, she she does good stuff. Oh yeah, she's a yeah, she, former former artist, magic artist herself. Right, That's lots of artist good. credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I she still does a piece every once in so. a yeah. while. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, that video before was amazing. Definitely, uh, chat. Go check it out on uh, Ryan's YouTube. Follow him on uh, Twitter at ourpancoast underscore art, uh, and of course look for the auction for Mox Tantalite. Uh, thank you again, Ryan, for, so much for showing up.
1: Thank you so much, guys. That's right, right. We'll see you, you later.
0: Uh, All right, Twitch, stick around. We're not going anywhere. We're we here. We got more previews. We're, we, we're here for another forty-five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're hanging out. We got more previews. We've come got more come previews. hang out with us.
3: Come talk about Modern Horizons. Talk about. Talk about. Come on, that's good. Uh,
0: so we're gonna we're gonna continue on the arc theme.
3: So we're gonna go. We can, th- we can take these off now. Yeah, we also can. Yeah. we can take these yeah. off.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, yay! Oh, that's better. Oh, All
3: right, I can hear you so much better when you're not well, like, I know. in you can one ear. Yeah, baby scratches better. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we broadcast in high def. Like uh, yeah. give the people what the they highest want. Highest
0: quality zoom in. Yeah. I, I don't remember the scratch. anyway.
3: Um, <laughs> so, uh,
0: so we're going to talk about about three different sort of sections of cards mm-hmm. uh, on this show. We're going to talk about cards that are uh, reprints that got art facelifts so we're going to continue in the in the art vein and that's in that area we'll preview another card so yes our next card is a reprint it's a sweet reprint Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about reprints not necessarily ones that uh, got art facelifts but ones that might help shape what modern is going to look like down the line and then we're going to talk about revisiting classics so twists on old cards and, and old concepts made new made for modern that sort of deal uh, but let's start by looking at a couple pairs of cards that are old art new art so you can see uh, get a little comparison first up we have goblin matron so matron was originally uh, printed way back in Od- on- onslaught odyssey where am I? Urza Saga. Urza Saga. Jesus.
3: All right. Like, like Flake said. I did Urza so ma- Saga. Urza Saga. Well, okay. <laughs> like you said, the very to first fair, time it was to totally be fair, right. To be fair, to be fair, uh,
0: this art came from Dual decked Elves vs Goblin, which mm-hmm. is what the rundown says, which is yeah. why I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Anyway, um, the new art. Both are great. Um, new art is a little bit of a more modern sensibility, modern take on what a Goblin Matron looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Lava Dart. Again, both wonderful representations. Lava Dart, originally from Judgment. Good work, good work. Judgment, thank you. Uh, Judgment was the set where I came back to Magic
3: after a little hiatus. The set following Torment. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Lava Dart is new to modern, as is every card in Modern Horizons, but uh, it's pretty familiar to Burn players over the years. Um, Next up... And Arclight Phoenix players. And Arclight Uh, Phoenix. They've already been salivating. It's the question of this or gut shot. It's, It's up in the air. But we'll find out. Uh, next up, we're going to look at FlusterStorm. So FlusterStorm was originally permit, permit, ah, printed. printed in a Commander product.
3: The first ever Commander product that we mm-hmm. did, Yep. In fact. Yep. Uh,
0: and then was reprinted in Iconic Masters. Uh, now it is on the right in the buy a box form. So again, if you pre-order a box from your local store, if you pick up a box and they have these left, uh, you will get
2: a bio box fluster storm
0: unlike previous bio boxes this one is not foil
2: yeah that's it's really cool a yeah. lot of players don't necessarily like foils some do some foils don't. aren't for everyone and mm-hmm. and when you're introducing this
0: card to modern it's important right. to make sure that mm-hmm. it is it is there in a uh, format that everyone's happy to
2: play about. also really cool this is uh, eric Lauer is one of our uh, excellent designers, mm-hmm. and worked. We'll this is his favorite storm card that he's ever made.
0: Oh, that makes sense. All right. All <laughs> well, right. it's one of those storm cards that is inherently like not broken. It's very strong, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this and Wing Shards is another one that's in this set that you could bring back pretty safely because it's reactive rather than being proactive. Right. Yep. yep. Um, so next up, we have an old version of... Wait a minute... We haven't that, seen that we, one that yet. That is not a card that, that we have previewed. Yeah. That is yet. That is Genesis. Let's see. Uh, let's see that old card. Or, oh, new, a new card. Uh, yeah. There, there's a good one. <laughs> let's, just go the <laughs> <laughs> let's just go to the new card. We're doing it. we're yeah, doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it, doing it live. <laughs> All right. So Genesis. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Genesis is, uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, if Genesis is in your graveyard, you may pay two and a green. If you do return target creature from your graveyard to your hand, uh, the Flavor text: not a Dryad, Centaur, or Avatar, but life
3: itself. Life itself.
0: Life itself. Let's, um, let's go to the art blown up big, because I actually have a story about nice. this. Um, so originally we were going to have Elena Danner on the show, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. She wasn't able to make it due to a, a family thing. Um, but uh, Elena Danner, a friend of the show, painted this. Uh, and my wife was actually the model for the nice. top half. Um, the bottom half was uh, a longtime friend's horse named Story, who actually recently died, oh, unfortunately. Cool. Uh, so this was the last painting done of Story, I guess. Although you know, it's obviously Story a with more my, my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, but very cool. Uh, my wife's on top. Horse. Um, this is going to be her favorite card forever because horses. Yeah. Are yeah. Uh But Genesis is obviously a very powerful card. Uh, Adam, where have we seen Genesis in competitive Magic in the past?
2: So Genesis was originally in Judgment, as well as a bunch of uh, had a number of cards that the incarnations. Yep. Um, that basically only worked. Their abilities worked only from their graveyard the stuff graveyard. like wonder, anger, glory, anger, anger yep. uh, filth. Ah yes, the one, the one, no one, one nobody remembers. remembers. <laughs> um,
3: what does wait? What does filth do?
2: It gives if it's in your graveyard and you have a swamp. Yep, all your creatures gain Swamp
3: Walk. Okay, <laughs> that's why nobody remembers yeah, it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Go I'm not on. nobody. All right, that's, <laughs> no, Yeah. Um, and we actually had a,
2: a new incarnation mm-hmm. in the set for a while. Yep, didn't didn't really like it. It's like, no Genesis is just cool. It, yeah. Um, got a lot of requests it was like, oh. When I had the other other one, is like, no, I'd rather just have Genesis in modern. Yeah, and so I listened to them, and it was Genesis. Yeah. Um, but when Genesis was a standard, this was a really strong way to um, for creature decks mm-hmm. um to basically outpace control decks, mm-hmm. kind of put them on like, okay, you're gonna have to do something, or else this is gonna bury you. Yeah. Uh, you can't just kill all my stuff all all game. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it featured pretty prominently as a standard card yep. uh, back in the day. Okay. Um, and I know this is a, like, I've played tons of cubes with this. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. This a cube. pretty big and cube. It's a pretty popular commander card as well. Mm-hmm. Helps you never run out of stuff to do, yep. which is my biggest fear of commander. I've got Genesis and a couple commander
0: decks. Yeah. i played um, commander
3: with you. I know that's true. Right. My <laughs> biggest fear is
2: running out of stuff. My favorite commander is Kozilek. Uh you never the great distortion seven. Yep. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Genesis I think is really cool inclusion in a modern um and a beloved card. Yeah. I
3: love absolutely. that card. Really good memories with that card in uh in Cube Limited and mm-hmm. Commander and uh even in standard, like really fun memories of that card. yeah, yeah.
0: And my wife's on it, so you better not
3: talk. There was also that. Yeah. There was also that, um, no, The art's
0: amazing. Uh, we wish Elena well. We'll have her on the show again sometime yeah. soon. to talk. She's she's doing art for basically every set we're doing at this point. So she will be back. Um, but awesome illustration on Genesis. Awesome card to have in Modern. Uh, speaking of which, we've introduced a lot of reprints to Modern.
3: So that were, we're gonna, not previously in that Modern. That were not. Yeah. That's, right. Yeah. So
2: yeah. Um, one of the things we wanted to do is the hardest thing to, to do is like, how do we make this modern legal? What mm-hmm. does that mean? Yeah. Um, for us is like, oh, we can like, it probably doesn't just mean like, making a bunch of cards that we would normally put into standard sets and then chopping off two mana, or whatever yeah. like that, that didn't feel right. Um, but more like, contextually, what can we provide the modern format? And then out of that, um, the reprints, um, Came out of it, like what are cards that like we don't necessarily want in standard but might make modern more more fun more you know give more effects um, a lot of mechanics that we don't reuse frequently show mm-hmm. up on, on these reprints suspend for example suspend is something not a reprint yeah but suspend is something that's a you know quintessential modern Horizons card. Right. It's like take this like old nostalgic thing, give it a mechanic that we wouldn't want to do in a set. Like that, this couldn't go in a standard set. We don't put suspend mm-hmm. unless we happen to bring back suspend for a set. Right. Like you can't go in a standard set. So here's a great place to make a card like Mox Tantalite. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to do a lot of things um, with it. Like Lava Dart is a really good example. It has flashback. Yep. That that just doesn't show up. In standard, it has shown up in standard in it, recent yeah, years. It yeah. can, and but it there's probably will show up in the future. Yeah. It's a great yeah. mechanic, but like, it's just not, can't be in any of the Ravnica sets, or right?
3: You know, because we don't have. Well, and even if Flashback is in those, like, is Lava Dart a good fit for creatively right. for that set? Is it a good fit for the limited environment, for the standard environment? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you just don't know. Right,
2: there's a lot of yeah. things. And so, like, oh, Lava Dart sounds cool and modern. Mm hmm. Let's reprint it here. Yeah. And that's where most of the reprints came from, like, you know Genesis is another thing he's like we could do it in a standard set but it'd be kind of challenging it's yep. much much easier for us to add it to modern mm-hmm. through this reprint and that's why there's a bunch of um, reprints in modern High. we we actually considered just doing 100% new cards yeah but we we thought we'd get a lot of value over getting like kind of nostalgic reprints kind of fun magic reprints yep uh, and the other thing we wanted to do with the reprints is not have them overwhelm the new cards in mm-hmm. the set. Um, we didn't want the you know the absolute strongest, the most exciting cards to be just reprints. This right. is not a master set. Yeah, like the focus is on the new cards.
3: Well, I mean, obviously, lava dart is not the only burn spell with flashback in Modern Horizons. That's true. Uh, there is also one of my firebolt. personal favorites, firebolt.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Um, Talk about uh, these two specifically, Adam. Or you talked a little bit about Lava Dart, but why Firebolt back?
2: Uh, Firebolt, I think, does a, a similar thing where um, we actually uh, really liked it for the limited environment mm. at first. Um, but then as we, like, oh, Lava Dart actually makes a lot more sense. And Firebolt can be um, pretty useful in some some. Basically, some graveyard decks that just want anything extra value they can. Yeah, um, it's clearly not as strong as Lightning Bolt mm-hmm. uh, in most decks. Well,
3: what is though? Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's yeah. kind of what we want to do. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: we, we didn't want to introduce reprints that were Lightning Bolt quality that are the pinnacles of the modern format, because um, we did want the new cards to to do that. Um, but yeah, Firebolt was a nice add-in and then, like. It's uncommon because there was a little too much of similarity between Lava Dart and Firebolt and didn't want them both at common. Yep. And just the way the numbers worked, Firebolt at uncommon made the limited environment a lot better than having it the other way around.
0: That makes sense. Um, Let's look at another reprint. Uh, Blue one, Prohibit. So, um... I'm gonna. I'm just going to... We're going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to say it. Counterspell is
2: not in this set. Counterspell is not in the set. And that yeah. kind of goes with the philosophy of didn't want the reprints to dominate the... Uh, the new the cards. Dis- the, yeah. yeah, yeah. New cards. We wanted the exciting cards to be the new cards. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of did some different takes on it. Like Basically, with Counterspell, the discussion was like, do we, do we want one Counterspell? Mm-hmm. Counterspell, or do we want essentially three or four other cooler counter spells that you might consider. Mm-hmm. I think counterspell does push out a lot of the other exciting things. Like I mean, think, you're
0: probably not playing prohibit if you play counter spell.
2: Correct. Um, like, this has some application, um, force of negation, mm-hmm. fluster storm, exclude. I think all might have some roles. Yep. Um, some are more likely than others, for yep. sure. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think exclude is particularly strong. Um, but it's it's a cool card. Yep. I remember playing with Exude a lot. Um, prohibits in a similar space. This is actually a card we considered for Dominaria. Mm. Um, Interesting. But we. It does to- have kicker. Yeah. 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 Right, because Dominaria was also in a similar space. is like, hey, we have kicker, we have nostalgia. Yeah. And we do that, and then we decided to go. You know, um, like Wizard's Lightning is just re- super. Cool, or yeah. Wizard's Retort. Yeah is just super cool. wizard's lighting
3: also cool right that doesn't doesn't <laughs> counter a spell yeah correct yeah
0: <laughs> Um one, one of the things I do like about prohibit is that it does make me look at my mana leaks and think which one of these do I
2: want right and I think that dynamic is really cool for modern mm-hmm. um, and that's why uh, that's why counter spells not in yeah the set, essentially because like that dynamic and it's like all these cards are strong enough for modern. I can see top-performing deck lists mm-hmm. like the mana leaks, the negates, the I see disdainful strokes and Ceremonious Rejections, Remand, remand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, see a lot of different counter spells in modern sideboards. So, um,
0: another blue card we've got coming back is a longtime favorite: Fact or Fiction. Now, this card was really feared back in the day, so much that there was...
3: F-O-F-E-O-T-Y-L. What, what does that mean, Factor Fact or fiction, end of turn, you lose.
0: So, um, given its power level before, was, was there any
2: trepidation about putting this in Modern? Um, a little bit. This is certainly something that our... So, one of the things we had to do in order to even make this set is we had to create a, a team, the Modern... FFL team or the mod constructed play testing yeah. team. Um we didn't have that and we didn't think we could make the set without one yep so um, we moved a couple people over from our standard sets to like Michael majors he led yep and then we brought in a couple of new contractors mm-hmm. uh, at the time uh, okay yeah um,
0: you brought in some outside co- contractors and you did a bunch of testing um, but so you basically ran this future modern league, kind of mm-hmm. like you do with standard as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what did you learn about Factor fiction through that testing?
2: Um, it was fun. There's a lot of, um, four mana blue cards that are powerful and modern. Yep. And this is kind of one of them. So mm-hmm. there's this, there's cryptic command, yep. uh, Jace the mind sculptor, mm-hmm. um, who is, yeah, who, I think, if I remember correctly, Jace was unbanned about the time we started working on the Modern Horizons. Okay. Thing. So, like, that was new to us. So, like, play tested Jace just as much as Factor Fiction. Gotcha. Uh, and, yeah, we kind of found them all to be fun, pretty powerful options. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a standard, standard all-star, but when you have a larger card pool... Mm-hmm. With modern
0: and that's the comment i've seen on this card is what four mana blue spell are you gonna play you can't play a bunch of jaces a bunch of cryptics and this card you'll just be dead holding all these sweet cards in your hand um but it definitely gives you an option in there um next up we have one that's probably not gonna change modern
3: but but boy is that art sweet
0: boy is it well boy is the card suite. so spore frog is, uh, so yeah, talk a little bit about the philosophy behind this kind of. I mean, maybe someone does something with this in modern, I don't know, but that's unlikely. What What's the philosophy between, behind this kind of reprint?
2: Yeah, so, um, as with any set, not we can't realistically make an environment where all 249 cards impact the same environment, right? Um, so a lot of what we try and do when we make. Sets is a, just different audiences, different uh, different environments. That's why you know a lot of cards are for the limited environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not realistic for us to make 249 highly impactful cards for modern. Yeah. Um, but Spore Frog just as a common just did a lot of cute things. Like it was our fog for the you know a yeah. lot of our sets fog have fog frog have a
0: fog yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, and it was like a beloved reprint. A lot of people like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it just thought it would would do cool things. It's actually a relatively uh, late addition to the set. Um, but I because really, we are actively looking for like a fog effect. Yeah. And of course, you well, cannot then, spell
3: frog without fog. There's as, as there Chad
0: is pointing out, it yeah. actually goes really well with Genesis. Yep. You know, it's not. there's not going to be a ton of matchups where that's just the hard lock, but there will be
3: some. Welcome to Infinity Frogs. All yeah, the and frogs. and there's already
2: a version of this uh, in Modern. Mm-hmm. It's white. It's, yep. Um, the Kami. Kami of False Hope. False Hope, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, so now you have a green one. So yeah. you can play eight creature frogs if that's what you want to do. That
0: was the problem with Kami of False Hope. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't enough Yeah, there them. weren't enough, enough of them, <laughs> them to make it like there a real them. strategy. You have to hit a threshold yeah. of like
3: Seven. yeah if you're yeah. not if you're not playing eight fogs that are also creatures in your deck you're in modern, ju- i have no that, idea what work. you're doing it doesn't good work good lord
0: um next up let's look at nimble mongoose uh, so this is a card that has uh it's it's days in legacy are more or less past it still gets. Played now and then uh, but was a real powerhouse in legacy mm-hmm. so what was was there any trepidation about bringing this into a format that also has delver also has fetch lands mm-hmm. also is pretty good at filling up its graveyard
2: No, yeah, not really like I um, thought it could be an option mm-hmm. um, certainly it's at its strongest when it's essentially your only creature mm-hmm. and you're trying to win with this and you're basically blanking um, spot removal mm mm-hmm. um, but yeah, mo- this is like one of the nostalgic cards. I know this is uh, a big part of one of my favorite standard decks. Like I, my first tournament success mm-hmm. with Nimble Mongoose. Um, it's, and I don't think I'm the only one. I think a lot of people have a lot of nostalgic feelings and would love to play with the card again. Yeah. And now you can.
3: Well, I know one card that I am extremely nostalgic about, and that's the next <laughs> one on the list. Uh, that would be... Squirrel nest. Squirrel nest. Give me them squirrels. Slap this thing on a land and give me some squirrels. Yeah. It's gotta my, have them. My em. nimble mongoose, your squirrel exactly. nest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the
0: combo back in the day with this was Earthcraft. Obviously, yep. this and Earthcraft just generated infinite squirrels. Uh, there's no Earthcraft in Modern. Or Legacy. Or Legacy.
2: <laughs> that's...
0: But Modern does have Intruder Alarm, Dryad Arbor, and Arbor Elf <laughs> that you could do all the squirrels with. <laughs> It is possible, um, but why why this card in modern? It's fun, obviously. Why, why not this card in modern? That, that, that's fair. That's fair. Kind Come of on. Question that's answered.
2: Okay. <laughs> I mean, to your point, like a lot of people like have really fond memories of playing with squirrel nests. Yeah, we have a couple people that work uh, in my studio that love squirrels.
3: Yeah. And yes, you do. Uh, only a couple? I feel like you're underselling that Mark, Mark Purvis will never <laughs> yeah. let squirrels die. He, it's true.
2: When he, when he saw this, he, um, when Mark Purvis playtested this, yeah. he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I get what I want for once. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not the
0: only squirrel-related card in the set. Yeah. Deranged
3: mm-hmm. Herm- uh, not new, new, Duranged new deranged. New deranged hermit. Duranged hermit vanishing, you know vanishing hermit. Yeah, it's got vanishing. Yeah, yeah. Of, I don't remember but, the name of it. I don't But either. it's great. Deep forest, Deep forest hermit. Forest Thank guy. you.
0: Makes four yeah. squirrels. All squirrels get plus yep. one, plus one. It definitely, w- you will definitely see that in some draft somewhere, where the guy goes turn three squirrels nest, make uh, a squirrel. all,
3: all, all I want to do. Is, is assemble a limited deck that has Astral Drift and that card. That's all oh, I want to do. Oh, yeah. nice. All I want to do is flicker that flicker <laughs> that hermit and get tons oh, of squirrels. With
2: Squirrel Nest, I will let you know that there is a way to untap your lands in Limited. Ooh. Ooh. All right, look I out for think, that. It has not been I don't previewed. think we previewed yeah, it. No. It has not been previewed, but watch out.
0: Uh, staying in green, we've got a classic... That was has been with the game as far back as Alpha, Mm -hmm. but was never in Modern. And we've printed a ton of variants that are just like slightly worse or different in some way. Some of them are mostly worse. I mean, we we mostly avoided doing an effect that's this direct at this mana cost. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's Regrowth. Um, Has this card ever come close to being in a standard set?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think we've. Yeah, I mean, we've printed many cards that are actually kind of close. I think mm-hmm. Treasured Find. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is a Golgari version. Yep. Of this card. Um yeah, and like I would argue that this is about on the same power level as like say Eternal Witness. Yep. Which, you know, mm hmm. And we have other, you know, kind of regrowth um, style effects. Usually we may uh, make them like bound to the world. Like for example, Snapcaster Mage says more powerful than regrowth. Yep. But uses the flashback mechanic, which right. is in Innistrad. Yeah, um, stuff like that. But Straight Regrowth is, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a challenge for a standard legal set. Okay. Um, but for here, I. So I remember one of the reasons I put this in the set is, I ha- I once had a Legacy deck mm-hmm. um, that was if you have Pyromancer Ascension active regrowth and manamorphos that's draw your whole deck yeah so I figured uh, you should just, just do, you should that do that in, that in, modern. F- in moderate yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have
3: very very fond feelings for regrowth I like this card a lot there was uh, mm-hmm. this card also shows up in cubes like a lot of other cards we've seen uh, one of my favorite moments was playing the silver bordered card in booster tutor yeah uh, playing regrowth on booster tutor and then snap castering booster tutor <laughs> so that was a really fun day for me.
0: Uh, now I want to say we've, we've got about twenty minutes left. Uh, we're, we've still got some more cards to go through. We're going to talk about cards that are twists on old classics. But if you have questions uh, about Modern Horizons, put them in chat. I'm watching them here on my phone, and uh, we'll try to uh, get to as many of them as we can. Uh, we do have a hard stop at three o'clock, but uh, we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, before that, let's. So um, a lot of what we're going to skip the last card on the reprints and move on to uh, revisiting classics. So there are a number of cards that we've previewed already that are, are variations on old cards, mm-hmm. whether those cards are legacy legal or were just older cards. Um, so let's start with Force Negation, one of the headliners yeah. for the set. So Adam, what was the philosophy on, on tweaking and referencing some of these old cards
2: yeah so there are a lot of famous cards that are almost the right play pattern mm-hmm. um, that I think adds to uh, fun like one of the things uh, one of the big top-line goals like um, when I talked to Michael and we kind of laid out like okay what do we want the set to do to impact modern mm-hmm. one of the big things we did is like Let's, let's add some reactive stuff. Let's slow Modern down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt it was, it's kind of getting a little too fast. As we add more things, most of them are in the proactive, here's this combo I can do that ends the game quickly. Mm-hmm. And not enough. Uh, it's really hard for us to make reactive cards um, in this space. Like that, We're so happy with uh, Fatal Push. Mm-hmm. That a super powerful card intentionally it was but it was reactive yeah um, and so force of negation is example of okay force of will does a lot of really good things for legacy in slowing things down yep um, however it for as much as it's used for good it is also used for evil <laughs> and um, we wanted to make a force of will that you couldn't use to protect um your thing and combo. something that wasn't so unconditional that yeah. was just like nope if i if i find some way to draw you know a whole bunch of cards i didn't draw a bunch of these you can't do anything yep um because you know modern does have a lot of really strong card drawing and it's like we were adding uh factor fiction we have jace you know things like ancestral vision and so we wanted something that you know you could you could work around if you wanted to fight through so we really like the idea of a, a negate. And then um, Eric Lauer, I'll mention him again, he's really smart. Um, <laughs> he pitched the whole cycle as, um, hey, I think there should be a cycle of cards that you can uh, cast for free, if you exile a card, Yep. and it's not your turn. Because mm-hmm. that'll help make the cards more reactive and right. slow things down as opposed to uh accelerate the game because like cards that cost zero mana are actually pretty problematic in modern yep a lot of the strongest cards just cost zero mana mm-hmm. so we wanted to make sure a lot of that stuff was adding to the environment instead of accelerating
0: yep thanks that makes sense uh let's bring up the next one this was one of the first cards we previewed cabal Therapist. <laughs> uh, I love this name <laughs> it's, just sure. it's hilarious so <laughs> It's hilarious uh, So it's a 1-1 for a black mana that has Menace At the beginning of your pre-combat main phase You may sacrifice a creature When you do choose a non-land card name Then target player reveals their hand and discards all cards with that name So obviously this is a throwback to Cabal Therapy sure. uh, Did you guys start with Hey, maybe we could put Cabal Therapy in the set And move to this Or did you start with we, Let's make a reference
2: Uh We pretty quickly identified that Cabal Therapy, a lot of its power is that you can just um, mill it and not have to draw the card for it to be super uh, powerful. Yep. Um, We thought Cabal Therapy itself was like a non-starter, given the thing, stuff like dredge. Sure. In the environment. Um, So we wanted something that uh, allowed you, we like to think of like, oh, name name a card, um, something in that space. Yeah. uh, Cause that's really like skill test. a lot of people like the name a card guess what's in my opponent's hand yep. or uh, try to name a card that they so I make sure they don't have it mm-hmm. um, aspects of global therapy that can be really fun really skill testing for a modern player but then we want to figure out how to do that on a card that you actually had to draw mm-hmm. and so we we came to this card um, and it had a whole bunch of different tweaks about like when you could sacrifice it um, And like what its stats and uh, you know other Mm -hmm. things were and yeah we basically came to uh, one mana was where you had to be but the turn delay uh, on it so it's hard to actually play it and use it on the same turn Um, that was a sweet spot we came to and then we added menace because nice card nice get a couple points of damage while you're at it yeah
0: uh, next card, so we had a lot of people when the set was announced guessing maybe Baleful Strix is going to be in the set, maybe mm-hmm. Baleful Strix, uh, but we ended up with Icefang Quattle, uh, now was, uh, would you consider Baleful Strix above the power line for Modern? Because
2: th- th- I mean, this is uh, Not, different. Yeah, um, it's hard to say it's strictly above the, uh, power line, it certainly goes into the point of, like, Baleful Strix would certainly be among the most powerful cards mm-hmm. uh, in a set. Um, this actually just came up as like, oh, we want something to support um, a snow, a snow a strategy. Kit. Sure. Um, there are a number of snow cards in the set. Um, I think there are multiple exciting cards that have yet to be previewed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is one of the cards that are like, oh, this makes sense as a thing for snow to do Mm -hmm. something in the baleful strict space sure um defend itself with value like um certainly the snow decks want to accumulate uh, a number of snow permanents Mm -hmm. so they're going to be slower more mid-range um kind of grindy especially with some of you know kind of identified scrying sheets as a an existing card that would play into this strategy that we're trying to do so that that was a cool thing um yeah just kind of like this card i actually think this card's kind of reasonable even if you don't have snow permits it's clearly not as strong but right. you know um a flying flash elvish visionary is yeah. pretty we've pretty seen strong. cards played
0: in that mm-hmm. in that space before uh next up we have uh, a representative from a cycle possibly the most powerful cycle in the set yeah the, the Arguably rare lands certainly. yep yeah. uh so this is powerful islets and uh there's a cycle of five of these obviously and yeah. they are enemy colors all with uh, all are basically horizon canopy for enemy colors right. so
2: so two things on uh enemy colors so the two reasons are enemy colors one the more important one is usually we start new cycles with uh the allied cycle and yep. we kind of neglect the enemy cycle and they lag behind yep like what if the enemies could get go first mm-hmm. uh out some point, yep. so that was the other reason. The other one, uh, second reason is far more practical. Is like, oh, there's no new to modern reprints. What are you going to do? A cycle of four?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you would basically have to put Horizon Canopy in the set, and then it's
0: and no then, new to modern Horizon except, rep- for, except for Horizon asterisk, Canopy. Asterisk, asterisk. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
2: So that, that was the other. So, so now the there answer. are six of these. Yeah. Right. These cards are sweet too. Yeah, yeah I'm a fan i fan of these um, lands. We spent a lot of time figuring out where we could add to lands. Like the modern is defined by fetch lands into shock land mana bases. Yep. That's really powerful. But there's also a lot of other opportunities for different lands. Like you see cards like uh, celestial colonnade. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen like cinder glade in escape shift decks. Yep, because they want the the basic land types. Um, like even some of the uh, M10 check lands. Yep. Um, see. Yep. See significant. So I I'd lots play of them, yeah. And then obviously Horizon Canopy is another mm-hmm. another spot. We tried we tried some new land cycles. We tried um, some other land cycles, but mm-hmm. we found this was the one that was like does the the best things for for modern. And we expect these to see, yeah, to impact modern quite a bit. Similar to Horizon Canopy does, um, but yeah, we've we, we tried a whole bunch of decks with like eight or ten of these or whatever, and it's like, eh. Yep. Not that, not as good. It's not something you want to play as many as you can get, which is one hallmark of a really nice Magic card.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the next card I'm going to boldly say is going to have no impact on modern. <laughs> Whoa. Bold. Zero modern impact. Boldly say that. Uh, but it's it's Bold what prediction. you would call a deep cut. I would
3: say. <laughs> you finally made a joke on this show. <laughs> I did. I did. Wall of 1,000 cuts. I knew Steve would enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, this was
0: a, uh, a, it's clearly a reference to Wall of Swords. Enchanted by Animated Wall. Enchanted by Animated Wall. Uh, so, Wall of Swords was a, a 3-5
3: flyer from <laughs> Alpha. Uh, for... I'm, like, looking at Adam Prozak and I was shaking. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. It was Enchanted by Animated Wall. <laughs> like
0: um anyway a lot of cool references like this we're not gonna stay on this one too i just really enjoyed this and wanted to make that deep cut joke to somebody out loud i've been thinking it in my head for a while welcome to the dark side <laughs> so,
2: so yeah i mean a lot of a lot of the um division file had this was from vision okay and just a lot of the kind of card a plus card b or you know mashup cards uh, mm-hmm. ethan fleischer wrote an article Yep, went up on the mothership uh, today. Today, yeah. Uh, hi, excellent read. I loved reading it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had had a bunch of stuff like this. Yeah,
3: because you know what people always want to do with their wall of swords? Put animate wall on it. There is no, <laughs> no better play when you have a wall of swords in play. Back in than the day, animate wall. Back there's in there's the day, that better was a thing. To do yeah.
2: With <laughs> <the> animate wall, <laughs> than put it on wall. Dude, wall wall of, wall of
0: swords beat Sarah Angel. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of stared at they each they other. They bounce off of it, but still. Yeah, It was one mana cheaper. It was a whole... Anyway. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. All right, we're going to look at one more of these before we get to some questions from chat. Uh, Our last card that we're going to look at is uh, Giver of Runes. So there's a lot of talk about this card because there's some talk that this could be legacy playable as maybe Mother of Runes 5 and 6. So obviously the power level for this one is high. Uh, Talk about this one.
2: um, So... This is another example of, like, oh, we like a card except for this small thing. Mm -hmm. Like, this is an awesome card for protecting your other creatures, um, making sure, you know, removal has to go through this. Yeah. Uh, The thing we didn't like about Mother of Runes, we talked about a Mother of Runes reprint. There are two things about it. One, the main the philosophical one is like we don't like that it protected your own creatures and it's like basically you turned off removal spells protected itself protected itself right yeah um the other one is that mother of runes is a human yeah and that yeah. was yeah. too strong with humans uh, yep. a lot of people have mentioned that uh it's like oh i'm so glad this is not a human yeah uh it's actually like in in our um database uh it's like most important, all caps, like please not a human. <laughs> uh, so like a whole bunch of other nonsense creature types. Yeah. Were eventually like somebody suggested leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> I would
3: love <laughs> to have seen that. Hound. I Hound, put it in the yeah. thing
2: as Kithkin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, core, it ended up being a really cool like core like um, mm-hmm. you know like the art on this is amazing. Yep. And then also Except once. that McKenna does good art. Yeah. And then other things with this card is like where are other places like, oh, if this can only protect your other creatures, can it be more powerful? Mm-hmm. And we said the answer was yes in some other way. So there's two big distinct advantages. This has yep. um, one. It can has a second toughness. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like the pings and got shot that sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, one damn lava dart. Lava dart. There yep. we go. Yeah. Um, so a lot of one damage things don't affect it. Um, there's also other cards in this. I think one got previewed today. I'm not sure that okay. would affect it. Um, Umazawa's charm. <laughs> that, that ain't it. <laughs> uh, that card's my favorite, though. Okay. Uh, and then also it can protect from colorless. Right. Pretty big deal. So, yeah, I think that is uh, a pretty pretty nice thing. You know, like different um, affinity slash and scale stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, you can block a Worm Coil, worm coil Engine, engine yeah. these days. Like um,
0: Hypothetically, you could block a Causalux.
3: Block a Reality Smasher. Block, block a Reality yeah, Smasher. Block a
2: Causalux yeah. Yeah. return. Yep. yep. So protected creature I thought that was actually a really big thing that got me a lot more excited about the card. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't think it was strong enough just as, like, oh, Mother Runes, but worse. Yeah. Um, so we found ways to make it stronger in other ways. Um, okay, so let's get into some questions
0: from chat. Oh, boy. Because uh, we've only got about six minutes left. Uh, so stay tuned after this episode. I'm going to do that promo now because Merchant is going to be playing in the Momir Chronicles event uh, that's going on right now on MTG Arena. So that's going to be happening right here, right after this show in six minutes. That so stick good. around for that. Um, but in the meantime, let's ask a few questions uh we got a couple questions about uh what what is what is the deal with this last planeswalker uh i will tell you that is coming oh boy i want i don't i want to verify when this is while i look that up uh adam why noel drazi so far in this set
2: um so one of the <laughs> when working on the set a lot of it is like why not this yeah um a lot of that is like there's only 254 cards in the set. Mm-hmm. You know, that are not lands. Yeah. 249 not plus lands. the five basic yeah. lands. Um, it is literally impossible to get everything in the history of magic. We have way more than 249 new things. Yeah. Uh, or things that we could reference in
3: magic. Um, in fairness, there are Eldrazi in this set, they're just changelings.
0: <sighs> oh, Steve. So Steve. Just, okay. Hey, hey, look. <laughs> yeah.
2: Technically, right is a yeah. Technically, no, right is the hard. worst yeah. kind of
0: right. All right, um, I do the the last planeswalker. Uh, Tom Ross had a hand in this set. He's, yeah. he's no longer with us, but he writes for Star City. He's
3: mm-hmm. he's not employed here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. The, the, that means dead yeah. dead. yeah, yeah. It's like Tom Ross the, is fine. Yeah, he's, but he's fine. But he's out in the real
0: world doing real world things, including writing <laughs> yeah, for such Star as City. Writing for Star, writing for yeah. Star City games. Yeah. So tomorrow, Star City Games will be previewing uh, that last plane. I will come from Tom Ross. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, that's tomorrow. Um, uh, what are the limited archetypes in this set?
2: Um, all right. I think I can do them in five minutes. Uh, Less than five minutes. Yes. Fast. Wow. Go. wow. Uh, white blues, blink. Okay. Blue, black, ninjas. Ooh. What? Red, black, goblins. Okay. What's next? Red, green is lands in your graveyard matter. Okay. Um, green-white is creature fall, so things get better if you have played a Creature this turn. Sure. Um, going other way, uh, white-black is Changeling Tribal. Yeah!
3: <laughs> so there's... Tribal, tribal!
2: <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of different one-of, uh, lords for oh, different... Oh, sure. So there's, like, a zombie lord. Yeah. Um, and a, <laughs> tribal, tribal! <laughs> you know, zombie lord's the one that's been previewed, but there's, like, other uh, there's hey, Sure, sure, sure. Um, you've seen the white... Black multicolored card, um, similar thing. Uh, so, white-black, what's next? Blue-red is uh, draw two cards matters. Yep. So, if you've drawn two cards. We've seen a couple, a couple of, those of those cards, yep.
0: the, the Thundering Dijin yep. or whatever. That's the uncommon yeah. for it. Yep.
2: Um, Black-green is everything graveyard. Whatever yep. graveyard, that's where we get a lot of the graveyard mechanics in the yep. set. You get a so graveyard, you So, flashbacks, scavenge, yep. unearth, whatever. Um... Red, white is slivers. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So most we already of slivers previewed are, those, yep. Most of the slivers are f- focused in red and white, but the are yep. ones of other, other colors. colors. And then the last one is blue-green, which is snow. So most of the snow cards, like the, Coatl, the Coatl, Yep. Uh, you'll find in blue-green. Yep. Um, and so those are the limited archetypes. The
3: more you snow.
0: And So, okay, we gave, we gave away the ninjas thing. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow is when you're going to start seeing ninja previews. Actually, I think the first one is on Daily MTG. Um, that is almost our entire show for today. Uh, we got a couple things coming up. Like I said, after this, immediately uh, Merchant is going to be on. He's going to be playing the Arena Chronicles event. Uh, and then this weekend, uh, we've got MPL Weekly. Steve will not be on at this I will time, not. so feel yeah. free to tune uh-huh. back in if you don't like puns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, uh, we've, got, we've got Becca Scott, Maria Bartoldi, and Paul Chion will be casting that event. So that'll be a great group to talk about this week's action. And uh, we're getting down to the wire. So people are starting to pull away in some divisions um, and make some progress. Other people have fallen back in the pack and, and need to do some catching up pretty quick um and then for the next two weeks on weekly mtg next week mark rosewater is going to be here uh he's yeah he i think he works with you yeah. he's on your floor yeah he works here uh mark yeah. rosewater is yeah. going to be on uh, as well as trick Jarrett. uh tricks going to be on because Absolutely. he actually designed a card in modern horizons yeah. oh yeah he wants to talk wow. about, yeah. about it yeah yeah it's yeah, here. We, yeah, we want him to talk about this, it. He's been talking about this card for a long time. Anyway, yeah. tune in next Thursday to find out what his card is. Uh, the week after that, so we just talked about the draft archetypes, uh, that is actually going to be the focus of a show. I won't be here. Steve yep. will be here uh, along with uh, Ethan Fleischer, Mark Hagen, and Cash Marsh. Yep. That show is actually going to probably be at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, so an hour later than normal. Yeah. Uh, but on that show, it'll be kind of the pre-release primer show. We'll talk a lot about the limited archetypes yeah. then. Mm. Nice. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Ryan Pencoast for that awesome video leading up to that, leading up to the show, and for joining us to talk about Mox Tantalite. Uh, Don't forget to uh, about these little cards. 54 of them. Yeah, 54 Art Series cards that are going to be one in every pack. They're pretty cool. Adam, thank you for joining and walking through the set. Thank you, everyone, for watching, and we will see you next week.
2: Hey friends, Becca Scott here. And if you're not
3: watching the MPL Weekly Saturday at noon, what are you doing? Just go to
1: twitch.tv/slash magic. It's that easy.